Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. East St. Louis boasts a rich cultural legacy. The legendary dancer and choreographer Catherine Dunham lived there for years. Jackie Joyner Kersey grew up there, and so did Miles Davis. And if you've written off the Illinois community today, Treasure Shield Redmonds thinks you are the one missing out. She is a poet and writing teacher at East St. Louis Senior High School, and she now has two new initiatives designed to share East St. Louis's story with outsiders. She's here today to tell us about it. So Treasure Shields Redmond, thank you for joining us. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Now, Treasure, your father is an East St. Louis native. He was actually East St. Louis's poet laureate. Mm -hmm. Um, But you grew up partly in Mississippi, where your mother's from. What are your memories from coming to East St. Louis as a child? Well, you know what? It's all food and family, of course. Um, You know, East St. Louis has been called the northernmost southern city. So coming there was like coming to an adjunct Mississippi. Uh, When you speak to black residents of East St. Louis. Most of them, their parents and grandparents are from Mississippi. Uh, And my father's mother was from Mississippi and his father was from near Texarkana, Arkansas. So I remember snoots, rib tips. Um, I remember playing with cousins and being ushered around to all the cultural events that my dad finds so central to his experience. And what made you decide to take the plunge and move there, not just to be a really regular visitor? You know, 10 years ago, my marriage was ending. I wanted to move to a place where I could work um, teaching adults, actually. And um, I was selected to be an assistant professor of English at Southwestern Illinois College in Belleville. And I moved to East St. Louis for a year. After that, I bounced back across the river to South St. Louis. And now I'm back in the Metro East in Fairview Heights, Illinois. And what made you decide, I want to be living on this side of the river? You know what? I'm going to tell you the truth. I wanted to be near my father, who's 82, Uh, vibrant, healthy, fantastic, but I wanted to be near him just in case he needed anything. Um, I also found that there were a lot of uh, cultural ideas and placements that were calling me to the East. I wanted to be a part of a rebirth, uh, like Miles Davis, the rebirth of cool. And we're going to talk in just a moment about these two big projects you've got going on now. But for those of you listening, I'm wondering if you have a question about East St. Louis's culture or you're kind of curious about East St. Louis and want to pick Treasure Shields Redmond, Redmond's brain, you can give us a call at 314-382-8255. That's 382-TALK. Or you can send us a tweet at STL on air or email us at talk at stlpublicradio.org. So Treasure, you have these two projects here. I want to talk first about these tours you're doing. Mm. You launched these last month. Mm -hmm. What is this tour focused on? So this tour um, is called the Historic Jazz and Poetry Excursion. You can access it via the Airbnb platform. Uh, It's an Airbnb experience, and it starts on Missouri Ave in East St. Louis, right near the Metrolink at a place called the Culture Cafe, where you can get these fantastic wings and fantastic company. And then we're going to head to Miles Davis's historic home, which is about a mile and a half away, 
actually off of Missouri on Kansas. It has been lovingly restored uh, by Miss Lauren, Lauren Parks and her partner Jasper. Uh, and there people will get the tour slash lecture, small group experience for culturally open, creative, uh, smart people. And then we will f- end the tour by going back across the street from Culture Cafe to a place called the Local Legends Listening Lounge. So it's a humidor and a live music spot. So it's just a fantastic way to usher people into the city via what it has to offer, not what it needs. And personally, I love the idea that you're starting with a cocktail. People can get a drink at yes, this yes, first yes. stop. <laughs> Is the idea just to kind of loosen people up, help them shed their inhibitions? Exactly. And the experience is supposed to be like, what would happen if you invited a few of your people you enjoy spending a few hours with, your good friends. Um, So when you're together with good friends, there's good food, good drinks, music. Um, People share things. uh, There's laughing. So that start to the tour is supposed to kind of set that friendly, almost familial tone. And I've heard that you're actually encouraging people if they want to bring a piece of writing, um, they can bring that along too. That is correct. That is correct. You you mentioned earlier that my dad is is the poet laureate of East St. Louis, and he, he's been the poet laureate since 1976. That's he's, a long tenure. The, yes, yes, yes. He's not giving it up. Um, <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> so I, you know, I'm in the family business. I'm working on my third English degree, completing a Ph.D., <laughs> So uh, we're we're suckers for abuse. Um, (laughs) But um, writing has been central to my life. Uh, So I thought it would be an excellent addition to the Airbnb experience to have people, if they wanted to, they don't have to, get on the mic and share. They might also share music if they want to. So if you've got some artistic piece you're working on, um, you can bring that to this this walking tour. So it's part of the idea that um, this is a good way to screen for people who are going to be artistic in their inclination? Or Mm. is everybody welcome to join? No, everybody is welcome to join. Um, So far, we've had um, you know, um, people from the older generation who were just always curious, but were looking for a way to enter into a kind of a docent, a led experience. Uh, and then you have also the spelunking generation, our millennials, you know, they would have showed up anyway, but this worked out. So, hey, I'll be there. Did you say beer? Did you say music? I'm in. So it, it runs the gambit. That now, there is this sense in the greater St. Louis area, a lot of people mm-hmm. are too afraid to visit East St. Louis. The perception yes. out there is that this is a very dangerous place. Mm-hmm. Have you heard from people who are like, is this safe? Can I do this? I have heard from those people. And you know, it's interesting. I I was in a lift the other day and uh, anytime people, especially when they give me a ride to East St. Louis in your high school where I teach writing, um, this was an, uh, an older white gentleman. Uh, when they talk about East St. Louis's past, they talk about it in terms of its economics, how many jobs were there, what great shopping there was downtown. But when they talk about the present, they talk about it in terms of the people. They're so violent. Mm-hmm. They're unpleasant. They're not safe. And, you know, East St. Louis is a place that was abandoned by industry, not a place that was taken over by violent people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I think I would like for people to be mindful that 
These places we're going to are downtown, lighted. They haven't been on the news for having (laughs) violence. Um, And you'll be in the company of people who are all with the same intention. I, 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 you know, I can't guarantee anything 100%, but I can guarantee it pretty wholeheartedly that the worst thing you'll walk away with is a hangover. (laughs) (laughs) So when we think of East St. Louis, we think of this as as this monolith. Oh, there's a murder that's happened in East St. Mm -hmm. Louis. But Mm -hmm. much like St. Louis City, there's blocks that are safe, there's blocks that aren't safe. Mm this area that you're in, you said it's 1.5 miles from one place to the other. Are you mm-hmm. walking? Are you driving? How do you get from point A to point B? Um, I, well, you know, it's wintertime. Yes. I don't, I don't necessarily so, want to walk. <laughs> so, no, I do not encourage people to walk. But, you know, what's so cool about, I mean, now there are people, they have they have a different feeling about the cold air. I can't stand for it to touch me. But there are some people, they're like polar bears, you know, they're the ones who wear shorts and sandals in the, in the winter. Um, if they want to walk, they can. Um, but what's so cool about it is it's right by the Missouri Avenue Metro Link. Oh, so if you take the Metro Link, it is literally thirty feet, fifty feet from the first jet destination from where you meet. It's that close. Okay, so people can take the Metro Link over. They can take the Metro Link, get off, walk up a sidewalk, and be at the Culture Cafe. That's awesome. And then at that point, they would need some sort of ride to get to um, Miles Davis's home and back. Um, I'm going to have some transportation. That's part of it. Uh, but people should drive at this point of the year. When it's warmer, I suspect we'll be walking. Okay. That's great. Um, so this is that's your first big initiative. The second mm-hmm. big initiative is the Fannie Lou Hamer House. Yes, yes, yes. Tell me about that. So the Fannie Lou Hamer House um, with my prime collaborator, Dale Chambers, who is a visual artist here uh, located in North St. Louis in the Ville neighborhood. Um, together, we host artists and just guests who come in on retreat uh, in Belleville, Illinois. And you know, it's interesting, I, I hadn't thought about the fact that one of the selling points about Fannie Lou Hamer House is that it is also walking distance from a Metrolink. It is, it's it's right across the parking lot from the Belleville Metrolink. And it's also accessible via Airbnb's platform. And so people could take the Metrolink from, um, from this culture tour mm-hmm. to this Airbnb, sort of roll them into one experience. Exactly, yeah, they definitely could. So Fannie Lou Hamer, that's a name that one hears around the St. Louis area. Things are named after her. Who was mm-hmm. she? Ah, uh, Fannie Lou Hamer, uh, one of so high on my totem of venerated ancestors, um, a fellow Mississippian, a black woman, an organic intellectual, someone who rose from the cotton fields to sit at war council with King. Um, to meet African dignitaries, and who most famously stood down President Lyndon Baines Johnson at the 1964 Democratic Convention to explain that Mississippi's representatives were illegitimate. Black people weren't being allowed to vote, so if almost 50 percent of the state didn't vote, then how can these people say that you should be president? Um, And, you know, just a a fantastic... um, example of what most of us believe, that among poor people, among the silenced, that the talent is there, that the genius is there. It just needs to be 
highlighted. So you're talking about somebody with a, a great um, activist mm-hmm. uh, track record mm-hmm. and somebody who was involved in the political process, and yet this house is sort of targeted as a retreat for writers and artists. How mm-hmm. do you see those two things working together? Well, you know, one of the terms I just used was our organic intellectual, which is a term from the lexicon of Antonio Gramsci. He was a great theorist from Italy who kind of talked about cultural production and how it can be used to make us continue to go along with the status quo. Status quo meaning things like state oppression or racism or sexism, or cultural production can be used to be counter the status quo. So Dale and I believe that art is not for art's sake. Art is for freedom's sake and for for people's sake. And if you give artists space, they can create things that will make the world better for all of us. We're talking to Treasure Shields Redmond about the new Fannie Lou Hamer house. That's a new Airbnb property in the Metro East. It's right there in Belleville. Mm -hmm. Um, And from that, it's a great exploration point to seeing what's going on in East St. Louis and other points with uh, this cultural legacy that that she's proud to tell you about. Mm -hmm. Um, I know Dale was previously involved with this. I'm going to mangle the pronunciation here. Is it Yayo Arts Collective? Yes, Yayo Arts Collective is her nonprofit. It's operated for almost a decade, I believe. And uh, it centers women, women's arts, uh, health, mothering, uh, birth care, uh, as well as her studio arts practice. Um, Dale and I actually met when she was a BFA student at Memphis College of Art. So we've known each other for a while. And outside the St. Louis area. (laughs) Outside of the St. Louis area. So what about that arts collective do you see being emulated in this this short-term housing space? It seems like two slightly different concepts, but Mm -hmm. maybe the same spirit. Mm -hmm. I think that one of the hurdles in the U.S. is um, the kind of cultural belief that artists should be broke and struggling, that there's nobility in that. Um, and we know that owning property, uh, creating programs is one path toward economic sustainability. So it's a path toward economic sustainability for Dale and I, who are both single parents raising school-aged children. That's tough. <laughs> and it is a path for our communities that we serve. Dale in North St. Louis, me near East St. Louis. Um, to model for people something different than waiting on gentrification. What if we had this other reality that happened where it wasn't people came in with an artisanal pickle shop and then <laughs> and, a, and a Starbucks and change the community. But what if poor people from a community change the community? Now, there has been a lot of talk in bigger cities about how Airbnbs lead to rising rents and Mm. displacement of longtime residents. And I know that's not the problem in East St. Louis today Mm -hmm. and in the Metro East as a whole. Mm -hmm. But do you have mixed feelings at all about this technology that you're using to power this venture? Yes. You know, I've thought a lot about that. Um, You know, I, I have to say that the legitimizing force of Airbnb is attractive right now. What do you mean by legitimizing force? So when I put together the Airbnb experience, I was vetted pretty closely. Hmm. The language, the quality of the pictures, what I claimed was going to be happening. Um, So one thing that it does is it opens the experience of coming to East St. Louis to tour Miles Davis's historic home to a world, to a global audience, to a global platform. 
Um, I'm not going to make any hard predictions, but I believe that it will be an assist for now. And then later, once we have figured out how best to do it without the assist, that it will move forward on its own. So at this point, somebody who's coming in from out of town, and Mm -hmm. they might be a little bit leery. I've heard St. Louis is dangerous. They're not sure they want to do this. They see that it has this stamp from Airbnb. They'll give you a chance. Exactly. Exactly. And Airbnb has, you know, an insurance policy. So if something happens... You were on an Airbnb experience. So that that should give people a bit more um, comfort as well. That makes sense. So, you know, looking at these projects that you have going on, and you Mm -hmm. had mentioned that your father, he's still the St. Louis Poet Laureate. He's in his 80s. Yes, he is. How aware is he of of these things that you're doing in this city that he feels such a connection to? Oh, my God. You know, my dad is bursting with pride. I have to tell you, my name is Treasure because my parents adored me. So it's been an interesting, (laughs) it's been an interesting walk to just be such a, a loved person. But I wouldn't, of course, I wouldn't trade it. I would not take the opposite. But I mean, I cannot understate his influence on these choices. The truth is my dad gives many tours a year to European um, visitors who come to East St. Louis. He's the one in his, you know, Chrysler 500, driving all these people from Amsterdam around who want to see Miles Davis house and where the um, where uh, my, uh, Catherine Donham uh, stomping, stomping ground was and all these other cultural places. And I knew that there was a market for it because he continues to be contacted to do what this Airbnb, Airbnb experience is doing. So he sort of pioneered what you're now doing. Yes, he did. Well, Treasure Shields Redmond, thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU.